He has a plan for every situation. He said, I know the plans that I have for you. A plan to prosper you. A plan of hope. A plan that's good and not of evil. A plan that has a hope, that has hope, a destiny and a future. So all we have got to do is not apply our plan, but use the plan of God because it's already done. It was done in the ending before it was done in the beginning. God has completed the work. Now he placed us in the beginning to complete what he's already completed. That's something right there. You have got to do it. All you got to do is walk in the fullness of what God's word directs you to by the Holy Spirit. That's why he said, place this word in your heart and you won't sin against him, God. You won't sin against your brother. You won't sin against no one. Isaiah, once again, 43 and 19 tell us, it said, be alert. What that mean? Be alert. I got to be observed. I got to be aware of these things. I got to be, be present. It said, be present. Be in position. Be where God wants you to be in the presence of him. Be there where God has called you to be, to walk in the word of God, to walk by the, the, the path he has placed upon for his name's sake. He placed us upon a righteous path for him, his name's sake. He has placed us upon good standing, upon good ground for his name's sake. He has told us that we have the land. He has told us and made promises to us, but we have just got to remember those promises that he's given us. He has told us that we continue to believe in him. He said we can trust him and be obedient and willing. We can eat from the good of the land. He has told us these things, but we tend to not stick to the plan and not think that God can make all things right. It says victim. That's someone that's got, that had, 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 was, 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 was something that was against them. You were a, a victim of something. Maybe you were a victim of a of, of, of marriage problem, divorce. You were a victim of, 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 of someone dying. You were a victim of, of something that you went through in your childhood. You were a victim of a rape. You were a victim of this. You were, that, you were a victim of that in the hostage. And, God, and the enemy held you hostage, held you hostage to that situation. But now God has delivered you. He has made your crooked edges straight. He has set you from that bondage to your mindset. When you come into him, he allows you to see that all these things that you went through, sometimes say we must test, but it's a test. But God made those challenges that you would go stronger in him. A lot of things that we are faced we are faced again is challenging. God just wants to see if you really do love him. If you really do trust him, the fire boy, the Hebrew boys in the fire furnace, they turn it up seven times hotter. But they still say, if even though if he don't come in and save me, I'm paraphrasing that, they coming in and save me. He said, I'm going to trust him. If he don't do it, I'm still going to trust him. Those things right there, you got to place in your heart. That's why the word has got to be hidden in your heart that you know God has already made your crooked edges. Good God Almighty. Those things that you thought was going to keep you from hindering you and those things that you say you're afraid to do because you failed in those things. But guess I want to come to you and let you know that those things are going to make you stronger. Every time you go through and fall down and bump your head, guess what? All you got to do is still get up and shake yourself off and say, God, here I am. I surrender all because I know I did wrong. I know I did that wrong. But guess what? David did the same thing. He slept with a married woman. Hey, he had a, he was a murderer. He had his her husband went to the front line and he was killed because he was going to command him or order his, his her husband to go ahead because she didn't want to sleep with her, her, his wife, her, his wife, because she was already pregnant. But see, a lot of times you get try, we try to cover up things. The devil wants to cover up things. 
The devil wants to cover up that because guess what? He don't want to see the full effect of what God promises has already promised you even in the sin that you were walking in. God has a covering over you, even in your sinful state. I know he did, because guess what? When I came up, guess what? My life was in, 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 in his hand, because guess what? Even when I mama, in my, my mother's womb, the devil tried to take me out. He said, my mama says, you're the blessed child, and you're a favorite, because guess what? Even in her womb, he tried to take me out. How do you know in your, in your mother's womb, the devil tried to take you out? Just like Jesus, when he came to the earth, they knew a king was coming, but they didn't know how he was coming. See, the devil know a king is coming in Stella, a queen is coming in Stella, a sister Hale, a sister, uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about, Belinda. <laughs> he, she know a queen is coming. He know Mr. Brother, Brother, Brother is coming. But you know. He knows there's a king in us. He knows there's a king and a queen in our mama's womb. He knows that. But he just don't know because guess what? God has already told him there's a someone, the king and the queen is coming. Because he's already set your steps. And your steps have been ordered by him. And the devil don't want you to come into existence. He don't want you to come to your full potential. Because guess what? You have been called for an assignment. You have been called for a time and season such as this. You have been called out. And now all you got to do is surrender and accept your calling. Surrender. Accept that call. No matter what it's, you know what, you know, I, I, I just learned this, and God just quickened me. Your purpose is anything that what you really love. You don't have to look for your purpose. If you love hospitality, if you love cooking, if you like to play golf, guess what? Your purpose can be used in those things that God has placed inside of you to do your best at. All God wants you to do is do your best. Because he has set you and he has made your pathway right. Tiger Woods was a good at golf. If I'm good at golf, if he puts me in places and high places, guess what? I am to use that gift that he gave me because he gives gifts without repentance. So I may have that gift of hitting that ball pretty good, but I, you know, I have... But I also have a gift that would bring forth a drawing, a drawer, I can draw people. So if he placed me inside Miss Hale, and she got her, she got her golf game not right. Guess what? I can go and tell her about that golf, her swing. And guess what? I say, well, she said, how you do that? To God be the glory. Amen. See, God opened doors for us, but we always close them. God opened doors for us, but sometimes we don't see that we are good enough or think we are great enough because God said he didn't make your name great. Your name has already been great. Your name has already gone before you. Your name has known in the land. Your name is known in the nation. Because when God goes before you, guess what? He has already put your name out there to let the devil know that Kendall is coming. Because while he's not coming in Kendall, he's coming in my name. David said that, God, that old son uncircumcised Philistine that are going against the army of God, he said that joker got to fall. So David, David didn't go in himself. He went in the king of kings that's inside of him. Whenever you try to go in yourself, you will fall. But guess what? When you allow a king of kings inside of you, rise up in you, guess what? Then you can do all things through Christ that gives you the strength. I feel like a, I feel like a bomb up in this place right now. I feel like saying, telling the devil I can kick him, I can kick him in his chin, kick him in his head. The psalm told me I can hit him in the mouth and knock out his teeth. 
That's why he's a toothless clown right now, because so many people have knocked out his teeth. They knocked out his teeth with the word of God. They knocked out his teeth by their faith. They walked, they knocked out his teeth by them knowing that they are truly called king of kings. They're truly called the children of God, and they are serving the king. Can I tell y'all something today? You're no longer victims. You're no longer victims. The victim was when you was in sin. When the devil thought he had you. But now you are free. I'm a free worshiper. I'm free to do everything. The Bible says the disciples in him are disciples indeed. They are free indeed. So you are you a disciple of God? Do you know who you are? Do you know that God lives inside of you? He always lived inside. He inside of us his, his, his spirit. So he's always inside of us. But he wants to take control. He wants to be your Lord. He wants to take control. Not control like say I'm going to do you like a puppet. But he wants to take control of your thoughts, your mind, your way you, way you act, the, your attitude, those things that you thought you could do in your own self, in your flesh. But now he wants to take, make those things straight in him. He wants to clean them up. You can still use those same gifts. You can, if, I, if I had a spirit, if I have a talk, if I, had a, if I could talk real good, guess what? He can just still use that gift. Don't allow the devil to tell you you can't talk. If you got a, if you got, I ain't talking about the gift of gab. I'm just talking, you got that, 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 that all the time. I'm just talking about you got, a, you got, you got something to tell somebody. Amen. God has used that gift to bring forth life to a dead situation. So don't think about, don't think about that. Don't, 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 don't use your, use what God, He told Moses that. Use what He had in His hand. What do you have inside of your heart? What do you have inside of you that you can use, allow God to use you? If you love to do that, that's your purpose. It's your purpose. If you love to, if you love to meet people and shake hands and hug on people, talk to them, pass out tracks. If you love that and you want to share things with people, that's your gift and that's your purpose. You are drawing people to you, and God sees that, and God has used that. And guess what? Then you begin, you begin that vessel that He can use. Hey, 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 Kendall, the Holy Spirit. Don't you? Hey, go over to the left side. Throw your nets on the other side. Now I, want, I used to throw my nets to the world. <laughs> but now I throw my nets to the other side. Into the world. Because I'm a great fisherman. I'm a fisherman, a man. So now when God, I was throwing them to in the world, now I'm doing the righteous thing in the, in, in, inside of God. Now he's telling me in Christ, now I throw the nets on the other side. And guess what? My nets be full. Your nets become full. In the process of you using what God has given you to affect the world, to bring people unto Christ. So you got to remember that. Remember that. Keep that gift. Use that gift. Because God said he makes everything come out right. And you're no longer a victim of circumstance, of those things. So be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. Good God Almighty. He's about to do something brand new. Not brand new to him, but it's going to rock your world. It's going to rock your world. You're going to be like Paul and Silas in the prison. They were in there praying and, fa- praying and, and, and praying, praising and praying. And the whole jail cell broke up. They had a jailhouse rock. The earth began to shake. It began to tremble. People inside the prison wall, they didn't, they didn't want to come out. They want to stay in. 
See, a lot of people, in your, when you're in God's presence, they don't want to leave you. They want more of what you got. So don't try to kick them out. Just give what you have, and God will let them go. God wants you to understand this. That gift that you have is to draw people. It's to lift him up. It's to bring people to the understanding of who Jesus Christ is. You may have a pretty smile that draws people to you. Don't stop smiling. Don't stop smiling. Don't allow the devil to take your smile from you. Even in the gloomy days, smile anyway. Because guess what? When you smile, God's smiling. And when God's smiling, it just brings joy to your soul. When God's smiling upon your smile, guess what? Good God Almighty, it brings joy to your soul. You can walk with your head up. Some of the ladies probably go like. They say she's stuck up. He said, no, I'm highly favored and full of God. I'm a child of God. That's what you be telling me. You, uh, uh, yeah, I, I got my head lifted up because you know what? He is the lifter of my head. The brother coming there. The brother's coming there. What's up, man? When he was going through some situations last week with his marriage, look at him. He got a smile on his face. He got his head lifted up. Then they come in. Hey, man, what you got going on? Hey, I, I, hey, hey. It's all because of the glory of God. Because he just, he just made everything right. He changed things in my life. Now, guess what? He's changing things in my marriage. Guess what? I finally come to the light. I came to understand it, that it wasn't my wife. It was me. So a lot of times we point things at other people. And God said, I got, you got, you, you're doing like this. But God said, you got three or four more coming back at you. So those things that you are pointing at other people, don't look at the other people. Look at yourself. It's because God's trying to get and make everything right. He's not trying to make everything right in Sister Belinda. He's trying to make everything right in. Y'all better talk to me now. I'm going to stay up here all night. I just love this. God showed me this. It's not about my mama. It's not about what she did. Because he said it's not a battle against flesh and blood. You got to look at the spiritual thing in this, walk, in this walk of life. See, a lot of times we look at the people. So I might look at, I might look at, I might look at uh, Michael and say, hey, man, that dude is evil. He ain't doing nothing right. He's just disobedient. But you know what I got to do? I have got to pray for Michael in the spiritual realm, not talk about him in the physical. See, a lot of times we talk about people, speak up on them, and you just be putting coal on the fire. Because the devil will use that same situation that you're talking about because you are supposed to be a child of God. And you're a child of God. And say every word that proceeded from my mouth are going to be accounted for. So those things that you're speaking are be, are come up on Michael and uh, there'll be like a spirit that attaches to him. Because guess what? You're talking against him. So you're really cursing Michael. But we are to bring what? Blessings upon Michael. Because he wants to make everything good God Almighty. Y'all better talk to me. Oh, let's go back. Oh, my. He said, brand new. Brand new, not to God, but to you. It's a new revelation. New understanding. New thought patterns. New attitudes. <laughs> Those are things God want to make brand new in you. Then when you become brand new in that situation, now that person that you were hanging with with attitude, guess what? They said something changed. <laughs> Y'all better see this thing. See, it's not all about saying, you know what I'm saying? Birds of what? Birds of a feather flock together. So what you're drawing right now, if you're walking in the worldly thing that you used to walk in, the way you used to walk, guess what? You're drawing people in the world. Like-minded people. He said, go out and get like-minded. Like-minded. So what you're doing, you're drawing like-minded. So you're living holy, saying you're living holy, and you're out there doing devilish things, 
So you're drawing the things that were, because you're not really living holy. You're living the way the world lives. In all situations, remember, everything that God does is doing good, is making everything right with us. Let's go on. It is bursting out. It's, it's, it's burst, somebody say bursting out. bursting out. What that mean? It's overflowing. Like a bubble, you got you put a bubble in it, you put some water in that in that balloon, and you put water in, you blow it up, and then you see got a big old bubble, get a big old get a balloon with water in it. Guess what? You knew you've been having a water balloon fight. And you used to hit that, you used to go out there running your friend down and hit him, and it burst open. All that's right there, all your blessings, all that thing that God had promised you, all those things that God has shown you, all those things, not just for you, but it's not just for you. It's always you didn't just get wet. <laughs> Your friend got wet. As a matter of fact, he got, we got saturated. Cause he hit you with one and you hit him with one. Guess what? And then the water just comes to saturate you. And that's how the Spirit of God wants to do with each and every one of us. To get everything right in Him, He's got to saturate you. He's got to cover you. You have got to be in Christ. As you're in Christ, He's got to also be in you. So it's really, it's really, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a fact. You get it. Once you come to know Christ, you're in Him. And then you got to, He turn around. And then he comes in you. And then you go asking for a power. Guess what? Then he said, okay, okay, you, you, you asked for this? And the Holy Spirit are doing like this. Ask, let him ask God, let him ask Jesus, let him ask Jesus. And the Spirit of God, God said, now you have been baptized. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. And then the Spirit goes, Chow. guess what? Now when you come to those situations in your life, because God wants to make everything right, you come to those situations in your life, somebody wants somebody to do something wrong to you, now you just going to say, Bless the Lord. That's all right. Had an accident. Car hit me. That's all right. Somebody, somebody went around the curve in the light. They threw a finger up at me. That's all right. At work, they're talking about me. That's all right. <laughs> a car got to be at work at 5 o'clock. A car have a, have, can't, go, can't go no more. That's all right. Because I know everything is working out for my good. God wants to do everything right in me. For me, I'm no longer a victim of what the devil has said he placed upon me. Those things that I used to do in my life, guess what? They are gone. Now I have become new in Christ. And he says it's going to be bursting out. God has a blessing that's going to blow your mind. It's going to burst out of the seams. You're going to be thinking you're getting fat in the body, physical side, but you're getting fat in the Lord. You get fed in the Lord. Guess what? You are faithful and available and teachable. When you're fed in the Lord, you become faithful, available, and teachable. That is what God is looking for. To become brand new, outbursting of all your all that He has for you, and say, Don't you see it? That's a message right there. That's a message right there. Don't you see it? Don't you see it? That's a question. Pastor, don't you see it? Evangelist, don't you see it? He said, it's going to become brand new. It's going to be bursting out. Then he asked a question. Don't you see it? Don't you see what God has for you? Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see yourself bursting out? Can you see yourself going to where God places you and you see yourself speaking to thousands, owning that business, being your own CEO, writing that book?
Can't you see it? Brand new. Bursting out. You got to put words in your belly that you were going to write on a letter as a ready writer upon pages. Can't you see yourself being an encouraging spokesperson? One that's encouraging people to come before you. Can't you see it? It may not be up on the platform, but can't you see yourself in that situation? Your greatest weapon. Your greatest weapon is your memory. Your greatest weapon is your memory. When you can remember what God has promised you, when you can remember that you once were sick, but now you're healed, even in your sickness, you think you can remember how he done those things, how he promised in his word. You was on your way to hell, but now he saved you. Eternal life in him. Remember those things. Remember the promises that God has given you and the blessing that he has given you. And remember those things. The children of Israel went across the Jordan. And they had that God told the tribe, a man of every tribe, to put a stone in the Jordan to remind the children when they cross over or when they come to that situation, how they got to that promised land, to remind them of how they got over. So how many of you know that God has in your heart, in your mind, in your thoughts, God, God in, your, in your heart, God has placed this word inside of you that you may remember that what God has done for you. God wants you to understand he's not just doing it for his good. He's doing it for the benefits of you. He's doing it for the benefits of his people. He didn't just carry the children through the, through the wilderness for nothing. He carried the children of Israel through this wilderness so that they can learn to learn to understand and grow from those situations. He didn't want them to go to right to the point. He wanted to, he took them around so if they would have went right into the camps of the enemy, they was already in captivity. So they would have went right back into captivity because he had not taught them how to taught their hands to war and their fingers to battle. He hadn't taught them that. Because they was always given, given, given unto by the Pharaoh. So now he's got to train them up. How many of you know you got you in a training session? Everyone in this training session, you have got to understand that you have got to go through the process. There's no loopings around it. My, my friend saw and said, there's no shortcuts in life. Anytime you take a shortcut, you mess around and lose out on what God has already blessed you with through, through the long way. The process takes a while. Think about a car, an automobile factory. It takes a while. Sometimes those skeletons of the car still be up there on the, on the, on the, on the factory line till they come back. So when God gets through with you, he's never going to get through with you until your time to go to, and guess what? And then when you go up there, you still ain't through with you because guess what? He's going to use you as his praising. He's going to ask you to bless him. He's going to ask you to sing hallelujah. You're, to, you're still going to be doing the same thing. Like, this is practice. How many of you know this is practice? God is getting you ready for, well, I'm going to, we're going to all live a long time. You know, just speak those things. Long time might be. But hey, we're going to live a long time. We're going to do that because when I'm saying a long time, we're going to be we're going to feel what fulfill what God has promised us and told us to do while up on this earth. There is there it is. I'm making a road through the desert, rivers in the badlands. God is making a way that you will see in the days to come. I'm speaking. I'm speaking it right now. Not not tomorrow. I'm not standing in line, brother, no more. <laughs> My time in standing in line is over. I'm, 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 my blessing is right now. I'm believing it right now because 
Hebrews 11 said, and 1 says, now, right now, now, now faith. If I believe it, I can receive it. If I believe it, I can have it. He said, if I ask anything that I desire, he'll give it to me. If I trust him, if I give his word back to him. So if I believe it, I believe it. I believe this day, today, every seat is going to be filled. I believe it and trust God that he promised us that this house will stand when everything else will fall around us. I believe that. I believe it that he's going to use this house to bring forth the glory of God upon this earth, not just in Hatha and Bala, but all across the world. I believe nations are going to come into this house and God's going to set nations in this house to hear the preached word of God by men and women that will bring forth the understanding, the revelation, and the knowledge of God who, who died on that cross. They will bring life to someone else. And they're going to go out and tell somebody else that God really reigns in that house. And because he told me, he told me all about myself. That's what I believe. I don't know what you believe, but I'm believing I'm standing on the foundation of God's word. I believe he said he's going to make everything right. Everything right. He's going to make our resources right. He's going to make the people right, the volunteers right. All those things are coming. Matter of fact, they're here. He told told Gideon, you got 32,000 soldiers, brother. You got 32,000 soldiers. He said, you got 32,000 souls. You got to fight. As a matter of fact, my, I'm going to take a little bit from you. When they finally got down to the rivers, though that lapped like a dog, it was about 300. Can I tell y'all something? God is separating those that have a heart for him and those that don't. You think about this. You go to churches, they be full. And the right word comes out. Pastors don't stand, stand, against the word, stand on the word. The congregation gets small, don't it? Because a lot of people come to, house, to the church of God, a house of God, or an assembly of, of God, for a, a social club. A lot of people come to the assembly of God looking for a social club. But I'm coming to tell you this. <laughs> They wear, they want to wear their big hats. They want to sit at the, sit at the table. And they want to have their pinky up. Just have a little conversation and bust a dough. But that ain't going to get you through the trials and the tests of this old world. The devil sipping tea too. The devil got his pinky up too. And he said, keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going to the assembly of God where those people are learning to be sharpened and you don't get nothing. I'll keep on going. Keep on going. How many of y'all know he's just winking at that one right there? He, that's what he's doing to some of us in the church. He, mom, he's winking at him. You got to understand this. When he's winking at you, you put the hand up on him. Because what he's doing, he's trying to trick you in or deceive you to come into that place. He said his presence, his presence. You got to stay in his presence. You got to stay in God's presence to get in the right place. Can I put that position up, that picture up by David? And I'm getting ready to close out. We got a minute for me. 
See, we got to remember David. David was a victim in circumstances. But David, as a boy, he was already been anointed by God. And see, the devil will try to keep you or stop or hinder you if you don't really know that you're anointed by him. He will try to trick you to get into position with him. But David was being schooled. David was being trained. David already knew probably in his heart that he was being, he had the favor of God upon him, even as a child. So David, when he was in the field with his father's uh, sheep or flock, David was being trained to be a warrior. David was being trained to be a king. David was being trained to be a priest. David was being trained to be a leader. In all these situations, but when he's out there with his flock, with his father, for his father, David was being trained to face his Goliath. How many of you know you got small situations that come into your life like David faced the lion? The lion may have been a small situation, but David took care of it because he took, he followed the spirit of God and he was led by the spirit of God how to fight. So then another situation come up, may have been a little bit bigger. The bear came up to David. The same situation, he was trying to take his father's sheep or his father's flock, one of them. But then he came up again, David had to fight him. So David was being taught how to fight, how to war, how to take on situations. How many of you know you are being taught how to take on situations, whether it be small or they get a little bit bigger? And then guess what? Then you become to get the greatest one. This was his biggest weapon, right? This was his biggest enemy right here. Because guess what? He was not just going against David's mother. He was going against the army of God, the children of Israel. And this right here, this right here, this was a battle that if ever who won, they would take hold, take hold of the whole territories. Think about this. A little bitty boy like David up against a demon like Goliath. And then think about this. All his people around him, <laughs> all the other demons around him cheering Goliath on. Now watch this. They got a, a, a one that carries Goliath's shield. Goliath standing up like he's proud. He's proudful. But David stand humble. He used what he had. He went to the brook and found five smooth stones. So you told yourself, I'm going to tell you all this. You have got to go to the word of God to find out what God wants you to use in your battle. Then guess what he did? He put it in his shepherd bag, the five smooth stones. And then he got, ooh, blah, blah. Mm, mm, mm. Those, those shepherd bags represent your heart. Good God Almighty. David's shepherd bag, he stored them in his heart. So then when he come against the enemy, he won't fall to the enemy, but he'll use the word of God inside of his heart to go against the enemy to defeat the enemy. Now he faced the enemy. Good God Almighty. See, a lot of us are not facing our enemy. <laughs> You got to face your enemy when God tells you to go forward. God brought David to the battlefield. How many of you know David, David was brought to the battlefield? They were brought to the battlefield to fight Goliath because God had already knew he had found a man for the job. Anytime God sent you somewhere, just remember this. He has no gender. He'll use a woman. He'll use a man to go to the, go into the, go into the yards and guess what? To speak a word of God to somebody else that need to hear a word of God. He has no gender. Other churches that say men, women can't preach or teach, guess what? I'm, I'm, I, just don't, I just don't believe that. I just don't believe that. If God poured his spirit up on all flesh, guess what? They, then he said, he said young, boys, young men will have dreams and old men will have visions. He said handmaids prophesy. Who's the handmaiden? 
a woman. Who was Deborah? Or they call it Deborah. Who was Deborah? She fought. She, this man, this, this brother, this brother didn't want to go to war on his horse. What if she did without her? Who was Phoebe? Phoebe was a servant. And Paul called her a disciple. Really, that's what the subdeacon was called, a servant. But when Paul, when Paul wrote about that, about the deacons and Titus and all those, he was talking because that's what they was using in that time frame. You just got to understand the contents of the Bible can be misformed or mis, mis, uh, misdistributed and then it breaks forth a, 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 a misunderstanding of what God wants in his life. He said, I come to make everything right. Yes, I believe that a woman can preach. I believe that a woman can go outside. I believe that a man and a woman have got to stand up. Check this out. Then get ready to close out. <laughs> Good God of my. That right there? Look what it says. David's brother saw a shepherd. God saw a king. Goliath saw a dog. Because he had a stone that he was getting ready to throw at him. Y'all know y'all just be in the country. Y'all just throw stones at a dog. He said, God saw. David, God saw a dog. God saw a warrior. Let God define you and not others. Because God is coming to make everything right in your life. God comes to set you free. You are no longer a victim. I'm going to read this to you and I'm just going to make it really close. God wants us to understand at the blood of the Lamb, and by your testimonies, you are overcomers. The blood of the Lamb that died on the cross. It says this right here. God will never leave you nor forsake you. God will never abandon you. God wants you to understand in your failures, you're not a failure. When you fail, you are not a failure. Check this out. I'm closing. If you fail, never give up because... F-A-I-L means first attempt in learning. That's not the end of it all, though. In fact, E-N-D means effort never dies. If you got no as an answer, remember this. N-O means next opportunity. Everything that you do, remember, God says it's your first attempt in learning. Effort never dies. And next opportunity, when you pick yourself up and you remember that God <laughs> makes everything comes out right. He puts victims back in place and up on their feet. This is what God has called us to do today. And I come to tell you that God said you're not a victim. God lets you know that you have been over, you've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You're overcoming by the blood of the Lamb and the words of your testimony. So when you speak out, the devil cringes. And when you walk in the name of walk in the name of Jesus Christ, they say it may come in one way, but then he's gonna flee seven different ways. So I'm just telling you today, remember, God making everything right. He's gonna put us back, He's put us back on our feet, gonna come to know Him. As our Lord and Savior. Remember that nothing shall separate you from the love of God. Nothing 
no principalities, no persecution, nothing should separate us from the love of God. And if you believe that, if you're walking in everything that God has promised you, you will see what God has you. Can you see it? Do you see it? Do you see it? Do you see it? Someone told me, you got to see it before you see it, or you never will see it. You got to see it before you see it, or you never will see it. You got to see it coming from heaven to be manifested on earth. Let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Amen. Prepare yourself, amen, for communion, amen. Hallelujah. going through, getting ready to prepare, prepare for communion, amen. Keep that sound right there. If there's anybody in the room, amen, that allows the attitude or whatever may cause you to lose focus on the actual you were, the time frame, to come and uh, be in the presence of God and uh, to walk in the fullness of God early this morning, or whatever it may be, even right now, you can lift your hands up right now in the presence of God. Say, God, forgive me. If there's anyone in this room that have, don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, I'm going to ask you not to take a part of this right here. Oh, you ask God right now. I'm, I'm going to come and refrain that. You can ask God to come into your life right now. And you'll be fit for the kingdom right now. But if you're not sincere when you go to Him, if you take of this right, of a communion, then we're going to be worthy for you to do that. Because some people are sick, some people are, go through sin and go because of their disobedience. So if you don't know Christ is your Lord and Savior, you can come, he can come to your heart, your heart right now. You can confess with your mouth right there where you are. You don't have to say it out loud, you say it out loud. You say, got to do. You can talk to him. You can talk to him. Hear your altar right where it's at. If you all know that was one that's out there, been out there, this right here, you can get right now. You say, God, here I am. I surrender all. I want to come back into the house of God where I know my help is. And I know my help coming from the Lord. So it don't take God long. How many of y'all know that it don't take God long to heal, set free, deliver, to bring forth salvation? The blind man will heal instantly. <laughs> the young man that the, 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 the young man that wants to want to get baptized in Jordan because he wants to know the word, he was done heal instantly. You gotta understand, God don't take it wrong. We just bless God. come to you on this afternoon, oh God. God, we ask, oh God, that you would search our hearts. God, if anything, not like you, oh God, we repent now in the mighty name of Jesus. Forgive us, God. 
that we might be found worthy in your sight. God, we thank you and we praise you and we honor you, O oh God, today. God, let us remember on this afternoon, O oh God, our salvation, O oh God, as we receive your blood and your body. O oh God, let us remember, O oh God, what it's all about, O oh God. Let us remember, O oh God. O oh God, it says as often as we take it, remember you and what Jesus has done on the cross for us. And we bless you and we praise you and we honor you now. Oh God, we lift up the sacraments unto you on this afternoon, oh God. Oh God, the, uh, the juice that represents the blood, oh God, of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, that washed us, oh God, for the remission of our sins. God, we thank you and we praise you. We lift up, oh God, the crackers on this afternoon, oh God, as a representation of your body, oh God. Oh God, and all that you took, all that you endured, oh God, just for me and just for you. Oh God, we thank you and we praise you and we glorify your name, God. Search us, oh God, now in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you and we praise you on today. Oh, God, we love you, Lord. We thank you for what you've done. God, we knew, oh, God, that nobody else could do it, oh, God. And, God, and we thank you for your son. We thank you that he, oh, God, found himself obedient, oh, God, to the will of you, oh, God. And, God, and we thank you now, God, and we praise you and we honor you, oh, God, now in the name of Jesus. Be glorified on this afternoon, oh, God, as we remember what you have done for us. Oh, God, we give you glory now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you got your offering, if you got your offering, amen. If what I'm gonna do right, we're gonna walk around like we used to do. We're gonna, we're gonna come around here, they're gonna come around here, we're gonna get another, uh, another offering box over here. I've got a little bit more people. Good. They're gonna come around and have another one right here also. So when they come around with the offering, you get this one right here. So we won't have such a big mass of people coming to stay right here. You're gonna stay right here. And when you bring your offering up, amen. You get the sacraments, amen. Drop your offering. I want you to raise it up to your offering up right now. Raise your offering up. Father, whatever you see in that place, in that envelope, amen, I ask you to give increase. And what I want you to do right now, whatever you did in your offering, if you put it online or whatever, I want you to speak to what you wanted that money to go to, that direction that you want to go to. Speak it if you're in your life, amen. You, you're sowing for grace giving, amen. That something might be healed, you might be healed, you might be set, you might be somebody in your house might be healed. Whatever you desire that to go to, and how you, God depends for your gracious offering, I want you to speak life to that situation. I want you to speak life and when you did it online, or when you put it in an envelope and put it in this right here. I want you to speak to that, to, to, your, to your giving. I want you to speak to your unbelieving, an excess, an increase in your giving. Whatever you have given, amen, today, is a sign of worship. I believe God is going to do a great increase. And I believe in every basket, we, every time we fill pull this basket, I believe it's going to be an overflow in every time we come into this house in the mighty name of Jesus. So God, we bless you. So you're not in the hands of the ushers, amen.